Praise God to you, whoever is listening today. I want to speak about love today. Heavenly love, the love of the Lord, godly love. I'm going to speak this in a way as if I am speaking to my son. Um, I want to speak about this because... I'm very concerned about young people, young generations. And um, this also is for the parents who who are struggling, you know. I'm 41 years old. I have three kids. I'm married. It seems like life is good. But always, always, always there is issues. Thing happens. And, you know, we as people, we can always talk as, oh, you know, it's hard. You're going to go through it. You're going to deal with this. You're going to come out of it. But, you know, we have to teach children and parents how to fight these moments of downtime. Okay, so I want to speak about God's love and why is God love. And I want to speak about God's promises. I haven't prepared anything. I don't have any verses. I'm just going to speak as the thoughts come to me. Um, Oftentimes, I think to myself as a mother, how am I going to raise a son who is going to be a man of God, who is going to be respectful, young man, future, respectful, good husband, good father, good worker, good son, good brother. And honestly, I was actually praying for the last couple days. I was like, Lord, teach me how to raise my son to be all this because I have no clue how to do this. I wasn't a perfect little daughter. I wasn't a great sister. I fought with my mother. I cursed out my father, I was divorced, I lied, I cheated, ran away from home, Um, came back to my senses, had fistfights with the sister, fought some girlfriends, had bad friendships, good friendships, made peace with a lot of people, um, grown up, got fired many times, And I finally found Jesus and his love. And hallelujah for that. Amen, amen. Yes, this is the best thing I could have done in my life. I wished I knew all this when I was 20. I wished I knew Jesus. I wished I knew what kindness is. I wished I knew what not being selfish is. So first thing I want to say is that, you know, I had to study what love is. And if you look in the book of Corinthians 13, um, Paul, the disciple of Jesus Christ, speaks what love is. And he says that, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not seek wrong, love does not remember wrong, love is not... um, doing things in evil love is doing things in righteousness love protects love um, never fails 
what else what else there's like 15 points love is not proud there it is i'm getting the text messages of course interruption again i rebuke this in jesus name love is um not proud and the last thing is that love endures all things and I think that is one of the most important things that society really have to learn what love is. You know, oftentimes, especially nowadays with liberalism and, you know, gay pride and transgender and all that, um, people think that love is do whatever you feel, whatever makes you happy. And that is totally opposite of what love is. And that's why many are not loved. That's where many feel rejected. That's why many feel lost and empty and alone. Because our definition of love is totally backwards. I thought that love is um, doing things that makes me happy. Okay, doing things um, that makes me satisfied. Doing things that makes me kind of joyful, happy. Even if it hurts others, okay? Um, for example, I was younger. I stole some cash from my parents to go buy me some jeans. I didn't care that they were, you know, complaining about they don't have money. I didn't care that, you know, they told me no. Somehow, I found a sneaky way to steal this cash and get some jeans. And I was totally happy. So, my happiness actually rob my parents from cash that you know they had to pay the bills but back then i didn't see it like that because i was selfish other ways is um you know we make ourselves happy in many ways and hurt others so that that is definitely not definition of love okay so happy and love are totally two opposite things happy and love are totally opposite they actually repel each other you can't like i think when you have love you have this joy which is internal happy is more like external you're just jumping you're running around you're like showing things to others i think that's the difference between happy and joy um but when i think what i would tell my son you know i i have to teach my son that God has this amazing structure in whatever he speaks and everything that God has created. Some can look that, you know, God is a nature. And if you look at a nature, this nature has perfect order. You know, we humans, we adopted this order as in kind of a politics, structure of the streets, how the houses are built. You know, there are these laws and rules, kind of science that, for example, if you want to build a house, you have to build it this way. Bam, 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 bam. If you want to drive the car, you have to follow these rules so that everything flows. If you want to be healthy, you can kind of do the best you can food-wise, nutrition-wise to be healthy. So there is this pattern or a formula, I call it a structure, to to whatever we are expecting to, to achieve like whatever we try to to reach for there is a formula how you get to that uh, target so 
as God have created this order, you know, first he says, you know what, I need to talk to man. God first needs to speak to man, which is the head of a house. And then women are under the man as as male helpers and as a little bit of a weaker body. And, you know, to me this is kind of beautiful because let man be the strong guy and, you know what, let woman be taken care of and let woman be gentle and kind and loving and nurturing. Um, and after that comes kids. So this is a beautiful structure. It's kind of like totally sanctified st- structure of... um of the order, you know, in-house. And God wanted it. God wanted that wonderful order of first God speaking to the man, and then man is responsible for wife, for kids. Yes, that order have been totally twisted. And, you know, yes, women have a lot of strength and power and knowledge and authority. Women are... Um, totally independent women are free independent women can do anything they want and i've done that i've been very successful on my own not needing a man to support me or anything but i always like to be that i always like to be a little weak thing that somebody kind of loves and takes care of and you know i like when my husband's stronger than me and when he protects me and i like it i enjoy it um so when I'm teaching my son about love of God, first I need to tell my son, listen, love is not selfishness. Love is actually spoiling somebody else. Love is totally doing things for somebody else. Okay. Uh, and it's important for us to learn these rules and orders of, of God, how God created it. So that, then once we understand that, we can understand the words of God. When we look at things the way how the society say and do things nowadays, it is totally twisted. You know, it is totally twisted where we're losing and destroying this basic structure of what God says and that totally destroys um, pretty much everything. It's almost like we're starting... To build a house from the base that is made of uh, a play-doh, not a base that is made of a cement. So the love of God is definitely creating things that are pure and holy. Okay. One of the most interesting things to me was that God does not want people to be cheated. Does not want people to be lied to, abused, hurt. That's why God is totally teaching us about this purity and holiness and honesty and trust. You know, if if I'm to ask you, do you like when somebody cheats on you? Do you like if your wife or husband cheats on you? Do you like that your friend backstabs you? Do you like if you go to work and your boss just, you work 40 hours and he pays you like for 10 hours? Do you like if a salesperson totally rips you off? Do you like to be hacked? And of course, you're going to say no. 
Well, that's what Jesus Christ came to do. He does not want that type of work and behaviors and, and belief system to prosper. Anything that is cheating, lies, mistrust, anger, abuse, fights, aggression, God came to remove that. And we don't see Jesus as something like that. We always think like, oh, Jesus is a church. And these Christians look at them. They think they're all perfect and holy. Yet they cuss. They lie. They cheat on their wives. You know, pastor had the affair. This lady is doing this. She did not care. You know, we can always complain about people. We can always, always complain. And people have rights to be mad at, you know, lying, cheating pastors. You know, they have rights to, to not honor that type of church or a person and people however god did not want that for us many people can talk i i love jesus i love god blah 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 i'm christian however their their action is totally different and bible says test their spirit know if they're from god so those people will be kind will be caring will be gentle will not lie they will say sorry they will forgive so you will have to recognize people by their spirits, which we can put it by their character. Are they liars? Are they thieves? Are they this? Are they that? And for all this, take some time in studying Jesus Christ. So as you go in your life and as you deal with waves of this society and rules and freedoms and denials and belief system and religions and spirituality and the fashion and the tv you know and what's cool what's not cool you are in the battlefield you are in a war and you need to know how to fight this war or you're going to be totally eaten alive and this will be manifested in your depression lack of joy you're going to want to be isolated you're not going to want to be around people you are going to hate people and you know oftentimes people say i hate people i hate people the thing is they don't hate people they hate the darkness they hate lies they hate cheating they hate backstabbers they hate um fakeness you know everybody starve for that light and if they if if people love the cheating and and filthy dirty perverted things if people like uh, hurting one another if people like to to make a rude points if they are sarcastic that is a spirit of the devil in them these people are possessed with these type of spirits and God is there to get you rid of those spirits. So I'm just going to finish with go seek Jesus. Go study Lord. Study his gentle ways. Um, if you got disappointed by pastors, churches, this and that, I will tell you it is very, very hard to find real church where spirit of the Lord is present. Okay. Pray to God to find the right church. Pray to God to find a spiritual leader. Pray to God to hear from 
from the Lord and pray to God to be saved from the works of the devil because nobody wants to be cheated and lied to. Nobody wants to be scammed. Nobody wants that their money gets stolen out of their bank. And that's what the devil is. The devil comes to steal, kills, and destroy. However, we have this amazing God that this God can totally clean people up. But we have to teach how God does this. We need to have Spirit of the Lord in us. We need to understand what separates us from the Lord. And you will get your new life in you. You will get new spirit in you. You will get total revival. You will be blessed beyond blessings. You know, the Bible says nobody can outgift the Lord. God promises a lot of things and God's promises never change. God is a faithful God and those are the marks of the Lord. So be blessed, my friends. God bless you. Seek the Lord with everything that you have. Pray for love. Pray for, pray for freedom in Jesus. Pray for freedom to love again. Pray for, for freedom to trust people. Pray to, to not feel rejected because those are the lies of the devil. And biggest problem is that so many do not know God and kindness and love. People are just not taught anymore how to serve one another. So that's it, my friends. Praise God to you. And let's just continue this good fight of faith. Amen.